You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie, hi, I'm Claire Murphy, with your evening headlines for Monday, January 30. A chief government department lawyer who was involved in part of the robo-debt scheme has admitted there were massive failures about how the scheme was implemented. Annette Mussolino, the former chief counsel at the Department of Human Services, said there was no doubt that there were massive failures in how the system was implemented from the letters to the online portal, the content of the letters and the extent of training provided, but said there was also no indication that the scheme that pursued tens of thousands of Australians who'd been receiving welfare payments for fraudulent debt was unlawful. The latest block of hearings at the Royal Commission into the robo-debt scheme will focus on what department officials knew at the time Time about the potential illegality of the scheme, one of those witnesses will be former Attorney-General Christian Porter. Former NRL player Jared Haynes' third trial accused of rape will go ahead with his team seeking to have the victim give evidence in court again. A Sydney court today confirmed the trial date had been set for March 6, also recording that Haynes' legal team had put the Crown on notice for the complainant to be recalled. Haynes was released from jail last year after a New South Wales Court of Criminal Appeal quashed his conviction and ordered a retrial. He'd been serving three years and eight months after he was found guilty of sexual intercourse without consent. It's alleged Hayne forcibly performed oral and digital sexual intercourse on a woman in her bedroom on the night of the 2018 NRL Grand Final. Hayne continues to claim the encounter was consensual. The federal government unveiled a new cultural policy today which promises to reverse cuts to arts funding and give more autonomy to Indigenous bodies. Spending $286 million over the next four years, the government promised about $200 million of that to the Australia Council, which will be renamed Creative Australia. They will then expand to include the creation of Music Australia, Writers Australia and the Centre for Arts and Entertainment Workplaces. The First Nations-led body will give Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders control over funding decisions, with $11 million to establish an Indigenous Languages Policy Partnership and the establishment of a strategy to develop a First Nations creative workforce. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said at the launch that arts jobs are real jobs and shouldn't only be available to those who can afford them, saying his government will allow Creative Australia to fund organisations and projects made on artistic merit while they stand at arm's length. Babies born in WA will be screened for a genetic neuromuscular condition that can be life-threatening. From today, a check for spinal atrophy will be included in the heel-prick blood test screening for all newborns. The condition, which is inherited, affects the nerves leading to muscles, blocking messages from the brain. Babies born with the condition usually appear to progress normally, but will then stop reaching milestones like sitting or rolling as the muscles weaken. About 35,000 babies born each year in WA are screened for 25 disorders. On average, one in every 1,000 will have a congenital condition that would otherwise have gone undetected. 
They managed to get all five of them together for the London Olympics in 2012 and now it seems the coronation of the king will be enough to entice all five Spice Girls to return to the stage. While the family reunion with Prince Harry and Meghan is still not confirmed, this reunion will have fans across the globe happy with all the Spice Girls, including posh Victoria Beckham, who has many times been asked and said she's no longer a singer and doesn't want to tour with the girls again, insisting she instead focuses on her fashion label to come out of retirement to sing together again at the May celebrations. Organisers have reportedly put the offer on the table and the five women are now seriously pondering it, with Mel B and Mel C leading the charge. Mel C last week saying due to other commitments, they were upset they couldn't get together to sing at the Queen's Jubilee last June. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out tomorrow's deep dive on how artificial intelligence just got a whole bunch smarter and what that means for those in creative industries like mine. The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily, wherever you get your podcasts.